my peeps. I am your host, the heavy metal preacher. And today I got four guests for you today in tonight's Bible reading. We have Mark for Christ and we have the sister. My name is Beatrice. Her name is Beatrice and we got Miss Izzy in the podcast tonight. And we got a special treat to you. This is the Bible study chapter one. Uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about the prophecies of Christ. And the only reason we're talking about the prophecies of Christ is because before the Spirit of the Lord came back to show John revelations in which he speaks about the, the coming of the Antichrist and the coming of the New Jerusalem and the rapture of his, of his people. But before the before revelations... Uh, the Lord actually spoke in Jerusalem about these prophecies to his disciples. Everywhere he went, he spoke a prophecy to his disciples, and his disciples wrote it in text. And this is why we have the, the, the prophecies of the Lord. Mark the Christ, what do you think about the prophecies of, of the Lord Jesus Christ? Uh, for Revelation? No, for, uh, we're starting in Matthew. Oh, yeah, no, they're um, pretty... Where am I? Sorry, I lost my page. <laughs> uh, when, it comes to, when it comes to revelations and the prophecies of Christ, uh, a lot of people have to take notes, and you have to go from revelation to the prophecies of Christ because it talks about the upcoming... I don't say struggle, but, but the, the upcoming... Uh, what's coming to the world and what God said... And what and how it's gonna affect many of us. Well, so one of the one of the ones that um, I mean, one of the main ones that strikes us strikes um, something significant of significance is um, when he talks about the olive tree. You know, it's a prophecy about uh, you know the, the original the Jewish people and how they rejected him, but at the end they were, you know, but how Gentiles the rest of the world gets to be grafted into into God's family tree. And um, how at the end of times, you know, because it does, he does actually jump back into the end times in there where he talks about then the Jewish people will be blessed well, with salvation. Uh, in Acts, uh, us Gentiles, because we're Gentiles, yeah. and a lot of people say that we're Jewish and that we are part of the Jewish tree, when in reality we are not. We are actually Gentiles. We come from the promised bloodline that was started with the ap Apostle Paul. You gotta understand that Apostle Paul, even though he was partly Jewish, he was also Roman. So he wasn't fully Jewish. He was also a Gentile. And when Paul went to go went to go preach, he preached to the centurions. He preached to many people that were not considered at the time uh, part of the Jewish tree. So when the when the God got crucified on the cross and he risen, he uh, God knew that there was a plan for another generation of people, and which is us. Uh, the new generation of people that are Christians today, whether they're Chinese, whether they're European, whether they're African, whether they're Ethiopian, whether they're whatever country, if they're from the branch of Christianity, we are Gentiles. Mm -hmm. We are Gentiles. And we come from the same promised bloodline that was started with the apostles. It's when God told them to go east, west, and north, you got to understand that, that the apostles were preaching to people they never knew existed. Uh, when uh, when uh, the apostle James went to go preach to Ethiopia, he was 
preaching to people with uh, with piercings in their nose sticking out out of the nostrils and he did not know that these people existed other people were preaching to barbarians uh viking looking people that lived up in the mountains and pretty much did not know and this is where the struggle against paganism also began but today we're going to be talking about the prophecies of the Lord, the, pro- the prophecies that God left to the apostles of the upcoming struggle before Revelations. Because there's an upcoming struggle that's, gonna, that's coming to the world before Revelations. Many things that, 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 that are happening now were actually mentioned by Jesus of Nazareth when he was preaching in Galilee. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. So uh, let us begin. We're going to start this with, uh, with the Lord's Prayer, because anytime we start with the Lord's Prayer, we, the Lord's Prayer is actually a, a dial tone for God. Many people don't understand. You can pray all the prayers you want, but when you pray the Lord's Prayer, the, the Lord's Prayer is a prayer that Jesus left to his apostles when he preached that said it was a direct dial tone to God. That dial tone is, it's, it's, it's where God says, I'm going to hear you. Okay, let's say you're preaching, you're, you're, you're praying and you're preaching, but you're not saying the Lord's prayer within that area. God's not really hearing. He's not hearing that dial tone. You're, you're pretty much going to, you're dialing the wrong number. You're going to get the operator. Yeah. So <laughs> in modern terms, if you dial, if you dial the wrong tone, the wrong, the wrong number, you're going to get, you have reached the wrong number, can I reach your dial? That's the dial tone you don't want to reach. So I'm going to show you guys the Lord's Prayer. Let us hold hands. All right. And we're going to begin. <laughs> and we're going to start with Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Thy will be done. As it is in earth. As it is on earth. And in heaven. And in heaven. Give us our daily bread, O Lord. And forgive my offenses. And my sins that I committed against thee. And forgive the offenses. And the sins of others. As I forgive the offenses. The offenses. And the sins of others. Lead us not into temptation, O Lord. But deliver us from evil. For your kingdom is forever and ever. Amen. So we're going to begin this. So what we did right now is that we open a dial tone. And we do that. Let's say God is in his throne. Because God hears over three trillions of prayers. God's hearing them all. Kind of like Superman when he's in the middle of space and he's hearing people in trouble. You can imagine that God's hearing uh, everyone's prayer come. And sometimes a lot of people mistake that they'll start praying. They'll, they'll pray with all their might. They're screaming, but they're, they're, right. they're not dialing the right tone. Mm-hmm. But you have to be careful. If they're not saying Heavenly Father or, or they're mentioning who are they praying to. Exactly. Who exactly are they playing to? Because there's over 3.5 thousand gods out there. But if you're not saying Heavenly Father or you're mentioning the kingdom of heaven, you don't know exactly who that person's praying to. Mm. So you don't know whose number he's down to. And sometimes when they're praying, you got to cover yourself with the blood of Jesus because you don't know exactly who they're praying to. Remember, Satan mimics everything that God does. So when people are praying, you got to say the Lord's Prayer. If you say the Lord's Prayer before you pray with somebody else, God's already guarding you 
He's putting that garment on you that guards you from any negativity on you. Mm-hmm. And, and, and when you say, and when you say Heavenly Father, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, you're talking directly into heaven's dial tone. So right now, God, right now, this whole place has got covered with angels. Amen. It just got covered with angels. And, and they're all, well, let us know what you're going to preach. Mm-hmm. And, and everybody that's hearing us here because of that prayer is now part of that saved covenant. Amen. That is true. So we're going to start Glory. with, let us start the, the teaching here. Amen. Okay. And uh, we're going to start with uh, Matthew 24, uh, verse 3. Uh, Mark for Christ. If you can uh, read verse 3. Verse 3, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Later, Jesus sat on the Mount of Olives. His disciples came to him privately and said, Tell us when this will happen. What sign will signal your return and the end of the world? No, stop right there. So, what this is trying to tell us is that when Jesus was in in the Mount Olives, that's right next, if you look at any map of Jerusalem or video, Mount Olive is right next to old Jerusalem, right next to the temple. And Jesus was telling, he was telling everything that was going to happen because Jesus knew what was going to happen in the future. And and you got to know at the time where this is written, is an ancient Judeo. It's between Roman Judeo, and it hasn't reached the period. So Peter and the apostles are telling God, when is this going to happen? They really thought that the Romans were the end of the world. They thought that what the Romans were doing were the end of the world. They thought that, they thought that um, Pilate was the Antichrist. They thought that Pilate was the Antichrist. So they came to, they came to Jesus and said, I said, and he sat upon the Mount Olives. The disciples came unto him privately saying, tell us when shall these things be and what shall be the signs of thy coming and of the ends of the world. So, Jesus has not been crucified yet, but yet he's telling him about his coming. So Jesus already knew. Jesus knew who was going to betray him. Out of, before Ju- Judas went to deal with what he's going to do, Jesus already knew who had to betray him. Mm-hmm. And that's the person he had as his right-hand man. It was Peter and it was Judas. But Judas was in charge of finance. He was in charge of finding the restaurants. He was in, when God was healing people, Judas was the guy bringing them in. Peter was his his right guard man. So, so when Judas heard this, he said, oh Lord, when are they coming back? Judas thought that he was, he was going to go somewhere in in another place and come back. But Jesus answers right here in verse four. Vanessa, can you read verse four? Yeah. Uh, then Jesus replied to them, Watch out that no one deceives you. For Stop many- right there. When it says, <laughs> Take heed that no man deceives you. Since, since the crucifixion of Christ and his risen, I always say crucifixion because of a sacrifice. We always got to hear of the sacrifice he did for us, but he risen. Mm-hmm. Uh, men have been deceiving men of the coming ending of the world. You saw what happened in 2012. A man said that in 2012, the whole world was going to end. And then last year, last year, no, I think it was 2019, they said that a meteor or an asteroid was going to hit the world 
and the role is going to end. And then in 1999, with the Y2K, again, men were deceived. So it says, take heed, take heed that no man comes deceive you. So when somebody tells you, oh, remember, the angels themselves don't know when he's coming. The elders, in the heavens, before the angels, there's elders waving these uh, these things around, and the sign and and, and the, the the scrolls are right there. They don't even know when he's gonna open the scrolls. So how do men know when the world's gonna end? Though the minds prophesized it, the minds prophesized it, the Chinese prophesized it. Everyone had a prophecy of the endings of the world, but they also prophesized the, the downfall of their own civilizations. Because the ending of the world can be the downfall of, your, of a civilization or the existence of a people. Oh, wow. So since, since, uh, since the ancient times, many people went disappearing that was the ending of the world, including the Greeks, the Romans, the Mayans, and the people that came before us have died out and no longer exist. That's the ending of the world. Okay? So when it says take heed, means don't let your mind be deceived so quickly. And that's where a lot of people are going to fall to the Antichrist. They're going to fall because they're going to be so weakly. And you're going to see that with a lot of people that go to church. A lot of people that go to church right now, they could be here praising God. They can be praying. But those same people, if they were not ready knowledgeably, are going to be deceived by the Antichrist. They're going to see God and say, oh my God. For example... The, Afri the, 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 the preaching we saw with the fire, yeah. we know that wasn't him. That was God. Yeah. But the Antichrist is going to have the same gift. The Antichrist is going to be raising the dead, bringing fire from the sky. He's going to shoot lightning balls from his hand mm -hmm. to deceive the world because he is the Antichrist. He is everything that Christ is, but is not Christ. He comes from the other one. But let us move on to... No, no, no. no. To... It will come as an example just like that with his and, own power. And to be honest, that, that raises a lot of, like right now is a perfect time that we're going through that because uh, a lot of people are saying, you know, a lot of people are nitpicking and choosing all of these rich people, these politicians that are in right now in office and calling them the Antichrist. They're all jumping onto their conclusions. They're all already getting panicked. They're already jumping onto trains and the bandwagons. An, the Antichrist is neither going to be old mm -hmm. or somebody from the old world. Nope. The Antichrist is going to be somebody that the millennials are going to accept. He's going to be young. He's going to be charismatic. Why will Satan choose somebody that's dying? An old person. He wouldn't do that. Satan is going to choose somebody that is barely being reborn through the governments, through fascism. He's going to be, he's going to be a bureaucrat. He's going to be European. He's not even going to be American. He's going to be someone that is growing through bureaucracy in Europe. Someone young, someone charismatic, somebody rich. It could be Elon Musk, for all we know. Elon Musk is young. He has inventions that, that, that are beyond our years. And the guy is the most richest man on the planet. As an example? As an example. I'm not saying that Elon Musk is the, is the Antichrist. I love Elon Musk. I like all, all his inventions. But I'm, I'm giving an example on who... The spirit well, of the Antichrist will choose. And, it, and it's fascinating, too, because right now we see all of these people, you know, it's not only going to be the Antichrist, but also the false prophet and, and, the um, and the beast. However, we start seeing all of these things that are coming into play now. You know, Elon Musk is messing with things that take over take over the minds, you know, so you can log into the Internet. You know, we see all of these, these um, 
these new forms of, of money and finances that are coming on that are all digital. And so, you know, one can wonder like, oh, when are those two things gonna branch together? But uh, like, like you say, like the word says right now that we're reading, you know, there's gonna be a lot of falsehoods coming just to, just to make our heads spin. And not only that, scientific advancements. The mm -hmm. One of the biggest things that the Antichrist is going to use for his benefit oh. is scientific advancements. AI. In the near future, uh, you're going to be able to go to a lab and you're going to be able to be 90 and come back looking like you're 19. Mm -hmm. Those are scientific advancements. And not to, not to mention, people say that they're going to have to go somewhere to go put the mark. No, the mark is going to be placed virtually. And willingly. It's going to be placed virtually. Yeah, of course, willingly. Uh, uh, you're going to be, uh, yeah, people are not going to know when they get, when they, when they put the mark. They're not going to know. Yeah. All they're going to know is that they were told to go to this one place and boom. You know, they stamped well, to an extent that I, I, I agree. With, I'm sorry. No, go for it. Well, a lot of people are saying that the COVID vaccine is the mark. Uh, the COVID vaccine is not the mark of the beast. It's not the mark of the beast. The, the COVID-19 it is a vaccine that was rushed to make sure that people don't die. 50K have died in America. Yeah. That's more than World War One, World War Two, and Vietnam together. And, uh, so, and the thing about that is uh, it's, it's, it's interesting how much of a cash grab it really is, the, the vaccine. Of course, we need it, and I, I agree for people. Well, if the, vaccine, if the vaccine was the mark of the beast, yeah. then... We wouldn't be able to go into a store and buy without having the vaccine. And see, and see, that's where the other the other side of the coin comes in, because at first everyone's going to be wanting it, but but at that point, people will know what they're sacrificing. For example, the the the, the, the flu shot could be the the, the mark of the beast. Yeah. Well, the, that's what they were like insinuating, you know, just in general to oh, to have to put fear into the people. And that's where God says, "Take heed that no man deceives you." So let us move to uh, verse 5. Verse 5. And it says, For many shall come in my name, saying that I am Christ. The Messiah. And shall deceive many. Throughout the history, throughout the history after the crucifixion, there have been five that roamed the earth that, that, that said that they were Christ. Mm -hmm. yeah. One was Baspasian, an emperor. In, in uh, an emperor in, uh, in Rome. That emperor said, if you do not praise, he claimed himself to be a god. And, and he, he did mass genocide of Christian Romans that did not bow down to him. Then it was the Babylonian god in Daniels. He made a big statue for himself, made a big statue for himself and told people to worship him as a god. The last one that did that was Adolf Hitler. Adolf Hitler was a man that rose out of nowhere and made people believe that he was this higher power. And many, during the Nazi reign, a lot of the Nazi's officers had to put a mark in their, in their arms that was kind of like the mark of the beast. If you think about it, they had to put SS on their arms so you could recognize they put a, a tattoo card an SS on your on your on your forehead or on your on your on your wrist to recognize if you were a Nazi, if you were not. Many of the officers that tried to run away after World War II were killed because they were founded with the SS. So there have been many that have deceived the world 
And right now in Puerto Rico, there's a man that says he's Christ. There's a man that has people tattooing the 666 to their hands and their forehead. So okay. So what what do you say on the chip that they're using right now in many companies? They started up in Sydney mm -hmm. and they started using it to it's a microchip they they insert with an injection into your palm of your hand. They're even inserting into the babies. Into the babies. Well, okay. They're using that now and that is also a form of the mark of the beast. Okay, if you're talking you about, about the identity chip. Yeah. The only reason, okay. How many baby, how many babies get kidnapped a year? Okay, I understand that, but that would be a perfect example. 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 But it's not. It's. It couldn't. It's not just an example. It's what the Bible says. Well, we have come a long way from making money in advancement. You gotta understand. It's been only about a hundred and. 250 years since we started using paper as a money resource. Before that, we were using shillings. And before that, we were using blocks of silver. So, you know, and before that, we were trading goats and sheep for a currency. So there's been a process of currency change. Now we have crypto money, money that you use in your phone. And, and no, no longer people are not really using credit cards. They're using crypto money. And, and you can cash app. So eventually, there's going to be an, uh, an invention that's going to... It's not going to be the mark of the beast, but this, this invention has been shown in two movies. Uh, Total Recall and... Uh, it was Total Recall and... Uh, Demolition Man. Uh -huh. Demolition Man. So... What's going to happen with these with these currencies is that when they put the chip in you, it's going to be like a, a, like a, an identity encrypt, encrypted inform into your skin. So the chip is going to have your information. It's going to be your ID, but it's also going to be your credit card. It's going to be your finance. We're, we're, they're going to be able to click you and see if you're a sex offender, if you're a criminal. I believe they should do that to criminals. But also, if, 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 if I, be able to buy or sell. No, it's Without not that. Can you, okay, you can still buy with the regular crap, regular cash, even though there's crypto money. Yeah, but there's not going to be no cash anymore. In uh, in the end days, when when that does get implemented, at first I see it as a voluntary thing. People are going to want it, and then it's going to turn into a. They're going to switch it, and that's when it, they they won't let you sell any food. They won't let you or buy any food. They won't let you do anything like that unless you get the mark of the beast. Um, which is interesting too, because there are there. Um, what do you think about the philosophical meanings of that? Where some um, in this reading, where some say that the the mark of the beast is actually on the hand, because the hand will be the action. It represents. Well, the action. if you think about it, the the, the I think it's going to be through your vein. Mm -hmm. There's a vein right here, especially when you, they put the injection. Uh huh. But it's going to be like a wire padding, a wire padding. Uh, they're going to put it into your wrist. And that pattern is going to have like an encrypt uh, nanobytes. Mm. Nanobytes are going to go into your vein and that's going to have all your information. Oh, and believe it or not, I think it would be important if they start chipping every sex offender in America. I mean, if, if there's somebody down your street that molests kids or there's a, a, a psychopath in your block that's a murderer or a serial killer with that chip, we'll be able to prevent crimes. 
But, but I'm not saying that I don't want the chip. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm saying that in certain aspects, it will be important. Uh, imagine if we can actually prevent crime before it happens. For example, let's say we had a, 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 a heat-seeking heat camera. Criminals that are going to do a crime, like an active shooter, throw out a different, uh, throw out a different uh, heat signal than from somebody that's not going to commit a crime. So when they're in public, if we can prevent an active shooter before he shoots everybody, that's a well job done. But that's beyond the topic of what we're doing. But um, we're going to come back right now and do a part two of this segment. I am your host. The Heavy Metal Preacher. Thank you and see you guys in a minute.